quadruplexes at telomeres friends or foe by tracy bryan from the university of sydney molecules 2020 abstract telomeres are dna protein complexes that cap and protect the ends of linear chromosomes in almost all species telomeric dna has a gc strand bias and the short tandem repeats of the G-rich strand have the capacity to form into secondary structures in vitro, such as four-stranded G-quadruplexes. This has long prompted speculation that G-quadruplexes play a positive role in telomere biology, resulting in selection for G-rich tandem telomere repeats during evolution. There is some evidence that G-quadruplexes at telomeres may play a protective capping role, at least in yeast, and that they may positively affect telomere maintenance by either the enzyme telomerase or by recombination-based mechanisms. On the other hand, G-quadruplexes formation in telomeric DNA, as elsewhere in the genome, can form an impedant to DNA replication and a source of genome instability. This review summarizes recent evidence for the in vivo existence of G-quadruplexes at telomeres, with a focus on human telomeres, and highlights some of the many unanswered questions regarding the location, form, and functions of these structures. Introduction Telomeres are the DNA protein complexes that cap the ends of linear eukaryotic chromosomes. In many species, telomeric DNA consists of tandem copies of a short guanine-rich repeat containing a run of two to four consecutive guanines. The telomere repeats sequence invertebrates, triposomes, some fungi, and some slime molds is TTAGGG. Many ciliated protozoa have repeats containing four guanines, while budding years tend to have longer and more irregular repeats. One of the primary functions of telomeres, first recognized in the 1930s by Hermann Müller and Barbara McClintock in experiments with Rosophila and Mates, respectively, is to distinguish natural chromosome ends from broken chromosomes and thus protect the ends of the DNA repeat mechanism leading to repair, recombination and fusion. Telomeres also serve a gene-free buffer against the end replication problem. For example, the inability of DNA polymerases to copy the very ends of chromosomes. The latter property results in shortening of telomeres over time in human somatic cells, unicellular organisms, germ cells, stem cells, and most cancer cells have mechanisms to counteract this shortening usually using the ribonucleoprotein enzyme telomerase. Telomeres comprise a double-stranded region of several kilobases in length in human, terminating in a single-stranded overhang of the G-rich sequence. The discovery of the higher conversation of G-rich sequences at telomeres suggests that the guanines may participate in secondary structures and the first such structures were identified using single-stranded oligonucleotides representing the telomere sequences of ciliated protozoa. 
it was found that like other G-rich sequences, these Ptolemaic sequences form into G-quadruplexes or G4 structures, in which four guanines from a planar array stabilized by Huxton base pairing a G-quartet and multiple G-quartets stack on each other to form a stable, compact structure. This ability of telomeric sequences to form into G-quadruplexes in vitro is conserved in highly divergent organisms, including other unicellular eukaryotes such as Plasmodium and Giardia, humans and other organisms with the TTAGGG repeat, plants such as Arabidopsis, the budding yeast Saccharomyces cerevisiae, and invertebrates including the silk worm Bombyx mori. Indeed, a systematic analysis of telomeric sequences from 15 divergent species showed that almost all of them have the capacity to form G quadruplexes in vitro. The only exceptions were two guanine repeats from the East Sitsky Saracomyces pomber and Candida guillermondi. Both these organisms have irregular telomere repeat sequences and other S-POMB repeat permutations containing 3-4 guanines to form G-quadruplexes. It is now more than 30 years since telomeric sequences were shown to form into secondary structures in vitro, yet many questions regarding the biological implications of this observation remain. This short review will highlight some of the many outstanding questions and areas of further research, particularly regarding to the existence and functions of telomeric G-quadruplexes in human cells. Direct evidence of the formation of G-quadruplexes at telomeres. The first direct evidence of the formation of G-quadruplexes at telomeres in vivo came from studies of ciliated protozoa. These unicellular eukaryotes are distinguished by their unique nuclear morphology. They have two nuclei, a somatic macronucleus and a germline micronucleus. In a subset of ciliated known as hypotrichous ciliated, the genome of the micronucleus is amplified and defragmented into 10 to the power of 8 gene-sized pieces, each of which carries a telomere at each end. They are therefore excellent model systems of the study of telomeres. A single-chain antibody generated in vitro against a G-quadruplexus formed from the telomeric sequence of Stylonychia lemnae TTTTGGGG reached specifically with the micronucleus of the ciliate. A region of the micronucleus known as the replication band, where DNA replication and telomere elongation take place, was not recognized by the antibody, providing evidence that the G-quadruplexes detected by this antibody are resolved at the time of DNA replication and telomere extension, possibly to allow excess of telomerase it had previously been demonstrated that the beta subunit of the heterogenic telomer binding protein TEPP 
from the related ciliated oxytricia, it's able to stimulate intermolecular G quadruplexes formation in vitro. Consistent with this, depletion of the beta subunit of Stylonychia cells eliminated the immunofluorescence signal from the G quadruplexes antibody in vivo. In S phase, the TEBP beta subunit becomes phosphorylated, causing it to recruit telomerase together with a G quadruplexes unwinding helicase to the telomeres, resulting in resolution of the telomeric G quadruplexes. This remains the most complete description of in vivo telomeric G quadruplexes dynamics. In human cells, G quadruplexes binding ligands provided the first visual demonstrations of G quadruplexes at telomeres. A radio-labeled version of G quadruplexes ligand 360A was detected by autoradiography at the ends of human metaphase chromosomes, and the G quadruplexes ligand pyrodostatin was conjugated to a biotin affinity tag to enable pull-down of telomeric G quadruplexes from human genomic DNA. A single-chain antibody with high specificity for G quadruplexes BG4 has enabled direct visualization of these structures across the genome of human cells. About 20-25% of the loci localized to telomeres. Most of the G quadruplexes, nuclear foci, are sensitive to DNA's treatment. They increase in number during S phase and decrease upon inhibition of DNA polymerase, providing evidence for an increased prosperity for G quadruplexes formation during DNA replication. Thelomeric G quadruplexes foci increase upon treatment of cells with G quadruplexes stabilizing ligands, including the parallel specific G4 ligand NMM, implying that telomeric DNA has the capacity to form parallel G quadruplexes in human cells. The BG4 antibody has also enabled demonstration of the existence of G quadruplexes at telomeres in the yeast as cerevisiae. Chromatin immunoprecipitation chip with BG4 followed by quantitative PCR of telomeric DNA showed that G quadruplexes form at telomeres in the species. They were also enriched during the late S phase. Indirect support for the existence of G quadruplexes at human telomeres has come from the many studies demonstrating the telomeric effects of the treatment of human cells with G quadruplexes stabilizing ligands. These effects include the depletion of telomeric proteins TRF2 and or POT1 from telomeres, degradation of the telomeric G-rich overhang an increase in DNA damage signals at telomeres, and impaired replication of telomeres. A ligand with specificity for parallel G quadruplexes induced telomeric DNA damage foci, again suggesting that parallel G quadruplexes can form at telomeres. It should be borne in mind, however, that some of these effects may be indirect, caused by binding of the ligands elsewhere in the genome.
For example, the promoter of the gene encoding the catalytic subunit of telomerase HTERT harbors G quadruplexes and G4 stabilizing ligands have been shown to decrease levels of HTERT expression, which may in turn lead to telomere protection. G4 stabilizing ligands have also been shown to have widespread effects on gene expression including genes involved in DNA damage pathways, likely due either to the enrichment of G quadruplexes in gene regulatory regions, in response to the genome-wide DNA damage response triggered by G4 ligands, or as a result of epigenetic changes affecting gene expression. Therefore, development of direct tools to detect G quadruplexes formation in cell, such as the antibody described above is, pro is proving invaluable. G quadruplexes in the telomeric single strand overhang. Telomeres terminate in a 3' overhang of the G rich sequence in all species for which this has been examined. Ciliated protozoa have relatively short and well defined telomeric overhangs of 1425 nucleotides which precludes their ability to form intramolecular G quadruplexes involving four tracks of G. The structures detected with G4-specific antibodies are presumed to be dimeric or tetrameric, mediating interactions between telomeres. Human telomeres, on the other hand, possess a single-stranded overhangs of 20-40 nucleotides, which is sufficient for formation of multiple intramolecular G quadruplexes. However, there is no direct evidence as yet that G quadruplexes form a telomeric overhangs in vivo, since the immunofluorescence technique used to demonstrate their presence do not have sufficient resolution to discriminate between overhangs and the rest of the telomere. Furthermore, if G quadruplexes do form at human telomeric overhangs, they would need to compete with the other known higher order telomeric structure, the T loop. T loops are laureate structures in which the 3' overhang invades an upstream double stranded region of the telomere, forming a loop of several kilobases of DNA. These structures are widely conserved throughout evolution, having been found in mammalian and ovarian cells the micronuclei of hypotrochoceliates and the protozoan Trypanosoma brucei, the nematode C. elegans and plants. While the ex vivo electron microscopy and super-resolution microscopy used to visualize T-loops do not directly report on numbers of T-loops in vivo, it has been estimated that a majority of telomeres in human cells form T-loops at any time. The circumstances under which telomeric overhangs are free to form G quadruplexes therefore remain to be determined. T loops would need to be reserved during S phase for telomere replication to occur. It is possible that during this part of the cell cycle, G quadruplexes represent an alternative telomere capping solution to the T loop, preventing recognition of the telomere by DNA damage machinery. If human telomeric overhangs do form into G quadruplexes in vivo, it is also not yet known which conformation of G quadruplexes are present. There 
has been an enormous amount of experimental effort devoted to determining the structure of G-quadruplexes formed from four repeat human telomeric oligonucleotides in vitro, which has revealed the highly polymorphic nature of the structures formed by this sequence. Dissolved intramolecular structures so far include a parallel stranded proper loop form, an antiparallel conformation, and two different hybrid structures in the presence of potassium ions, and two different antiparallel conformations, and a hybrid form in sodium ions. Oligonucleotides with fewer than four telomere repeats can also form into intermolecular structures, either dimeric or tetrameric, under the right conditions. Intermolecular G-quadruplexes at telomere overhangs could play a biological role in situations where there are associations between telomeres, such as the sister chromatid cohesion that is established at the time of DNA replication or the clustering of telomeres into a bouquet formation that occurs in meiosis. There is no experimental evidence for these possibilities as yet, although the potential for G-quadruplexes to be involved in chromosome pairing in meiosis was proposed more than 30 years ago. With regard to intramolecular human telomeric G-quadruplexes, most focus has been directed towards the structures that form in potassium, since this is considered to be more physiologically relevant cation. The sequence at the 5' and 3' ends of the oligonucleotide influences which of these structures predominates in solution, but for any particular sequence, different structures coexist and intercovent at equilibrium. Single molecule techniques such as single-molecule fluorescence resonance energy transfer, as MFRET, or fluorescence force microscopy, are particularly useful for distinguishing different conformations in a mixture. For example, the latter technique detected six different forms of the human telomeric G-quadruplexes coexisting in potassium ion solution. SMFRET is also useful for characterizing G-quadruplexes folding and unfolding kinetics and has revealed that there are multiple folding intermediates in both potassium and sodium solutions. The lifetimes of some of these intermediates are sufficient that they could influence the overall population of conformations in vivo, particularly if they form preferred substrates for particular proteins. The length of human telomeric overhangs range from 20 to 400 nucleotides, an average of circa 30 nucleotides on telomeres replicated by leading strand synthesis and circa 100 nucleotides on lagging strand telomeres. Many overhangs, although not all, would therefore be long enough to fold into multiple G-quadruplexes. Recent effort has therefore moved from characterization of 21-24 nucleotides oligonucleotides to longer sequences more reflective of the in vivo situation. Molecular dynamic simulations combined with sedimentation velocity and fluorescence me measurements supported the conclusion that oligonucleotides consisting of 8 or 12 telomeric repeats form primarily into two or three consecutive hybrid type G quadruplexes, respectively, with no gaps within them. 
On the other hand, a single molecule forced ramping assay using oligonucleotides ranging from 4 to 12 repeats supported an alternative scenario in which G quadruplexes randomly form along the sequence and may have single-stranded telomere repeats between them. Visualization of the behavior of very long single-stranded telomeric DNA by electron microscopy supports the existence of single-stranded regions between G quadruplexes. Furthermore, the DNA folded into beads consisting of higher-order assemblies of G quadruplexes structures, possibly involving G quartet formation between telomere repeats interspersed among the G quadruplexes. Each bead spans either 20 or 40 telomeric repeats containing 4 or 8 G quadruplexes respectively, resulting in an overall 12-fold compaction of DNA. This intriguing observation suggests the capability of G quadruplexes to effectively shield single-stranded overhangs from DNA repair and recombination activities, but remains to be seen whether the behavior reflects that of telomere overhangs in vivo, particularly since the majority of overhangs are a lot shorter than the strands used in this study. Other recent studies examining the structure of human telomeric G quadruplexes have focused on efforts to reproduce physiological conditions in vitro, in particular the molecular crowding conditions inside a cell. Several studies found that the addition of cosolutes such as polyethylene glycol, PEG, ethanol, dimethyl sulfoxide, and acinotrinitril induced a transition from a hybrid type conformation to a parallel G quadruplexes, both with short oligonucleotides and with those containing up to 20 telomeric repeats. Subsequent studies, however, failed to observe a similar transition in the presence of FICOL 30% BSA and Exonopus, or site extract, and ascribed the structural change included by PEG to affects the dehydration and or direct binding of PEG to the G quadruplexes. Comparison of NMR spectra of 4 repeat or 8 repeat human telomeric oligonucleotides in Xenopus oocyte extract with those of known structures led to the conclusion that the physiological relevant forms are antiparallel and one of the hybrids form. This conclusion was supported by in-cell NMR using oligonucleotides either micro-injected into Xenopus oocytes or introduced into human cells with a membrane perforating enzyme. However, these studies did not rule out the existence of a minor population of another conformation and indeed, similar in-cell NMR experiments in Xenopus oocyte have reported a mixture of hybrid and parallel conformations, as have in vitro unfolding assays using laser tweezers in the presence of BCA. Furthermore, different cellular compartments have different levels of molecular crowding and costolute compositions. The Xenopus extracts used for the above experiments are generally cytoplasmic rather than nuclear and the oligonucleotide introduced into human cells was mostly located in the cytoplasm. Indeed, it has been demonstrated using FRET that G quadruplexes 
forming oligonucleotides introduced into human cells have different conformations in the nucleus, cytoplasm and nucleolus. Also, even in the absence of crowding or dehydrating agents, very high concentrations of DNA induce a conversion of hybrid telomeric G-quadruplexes to a parallel form that is likely intermolecular. And divalentcations, such as calcium or strontium, can also promote formation of parallel G-quadruplexes. An antibody that specifically recognizes parallel G-quadruplexes detected human telomeres both by immunofluorescence and chromatin immunoprecipitation, supporting the existence of parallel G-quadruplexes at human telomeres, although it should be remembered that these techniques do not distinguish between structures at the telomeric overhang and those forming in the normally double-stranded region of telomeres. Altogether, it can be concluded that the existence of conformation of G-quadruplexes at human telomeric overhangs in vivo remains an open question. Do G-quadruplexes at overhangs have a telomere capping function? The almost universal conservation of G-rich sequence at telomeres has long promoted speculation that there is a selective evolutionary advance for the formation of G-quadruplexes at telomeres. It has been postulated that G-quadruplexes may have played a role in the evolution of linear chromosomes. It is possible that breakage of a circular chromosome was repaired by acquisition of non LTR retrotransposons, which has been shown to occur in yeast or mammalian cells, if another DNA repair pathways are defective. Multiple such events could result in tandemly repeated sequences, and once such repeats are able to form secondary structures, these structures could form a protective cap on the chromosome end, rendering repair unnecessary. The earliest telomeres are likely to have been maintained by the combination between repeats, possibly involving rolling circle amplification at a tear-loop structure. Telomeres evolved early in eukaryotic evolution, most likely from a reverse transcriptase encoded by non-LTR retrotransposons. In a fascinating evolutionary twist, some anthropods, such as B. mori and Trivolium castineum have low levels of telomerase and have regained insertion of non-LTR retrotransposomes among the telomerase transcript repeats, but in a manner that prevents the GC strand bias. Drosophila species have dispensed with telomerase altogether instead relying on transposition of tandem repeats and retrotransposomes for telomere maintenance. There is some evidence that parts of these retrotransposomes can form G-quadruplexes structures, bolstering the idea that G-quadruplexes formation is a conserved property of telomeres. There are some species, however, whose telomere repeat sequences do not form stable G-quadruplexes. The two guanine repeats of B. mori and the nematode Ascaris lumbricoides, GGTTA and GGCTTA, respectively, fold into G quadruplexes that are in equilibrium with hairpin duplexes, and those 
of C elegans appear to only form hairpins. This has led to the proposition that is the ability of rich telomere repeats to form stable secondary structures that confers an evolutionary advantage regardless of whether those structures are G quadruplexes or something else. If true, this supports the notion that G quadruplexes or G rich hairpin structures play a, set, a positive role at telomeres providing the protective function that is central to telomere identity. To date, there is only a small amount of experimental evidence for a protective capping function for G quadruplexes at telomeres. One key study used Sservice mutants with a defect in the telomere capping protein CDC13 and found that multiple different treatments predicted to result in an increase of G quadruplexes formation stabilizing ligands, expression of G quadruplexes stabilizing proteins, deletion of the gene encoding G4 resolving protein, resulted in the rescue of the growth effect of the mutants. This provide evidence that G quadruplexes can substitute for the protective function of CDC13. More recently, it has been demonstrated that CDC13 mutant yeast have an increase in the amount of G quadruplexes at telomeres, measured using CHIP with the BG4 antibody, providing evidence that even the absence of G4 stabilizing treatments, G quadruplexes can step in to take the place of CDC13 at telomeres. G quadruplexes at telomeric overhangs effect on the elongation by telomeres or ALT. In human cells, the major protective single-stranded binding protein at telomeric overhangs is POT1. The potential formation of G quadruplexes at overhangs would therefore be in competition with POT1 binding. Indeed, POT1 has been shown to unwind intramolecular G quadruplexes in order to bind to telomeric DNA. POT1 unwinds G quadruplexes through a conformational selection mechanism in which G quadruplexes unwind occurs prior to POT1 binding. Each of the OB folds of two POT1 molecules then binds to one telomeric repeat the four repeat G quadruplexes in a stepwise manner. Another G4 unwinding protein that is known to localize to telomeres is replication protein A, RPA, which plays a major role in activating the DNA damage response to single-stranded DNA. If human telomeric oligonucleotides are folded into G quadruplexes, the ability of POT1 to trap them as they unfold out competes the ability to RPA to unfold the G quadruplexes, illustrating the protective function of POT1 at telomeres. POT1 mediated G quadruplexes unfolding also affect the ability to telomeric sequences to be extended by telomerase, at least in vitro. It was first demonstrated using telomerase from three different species of ciliated protozoa that oligonucleotides folded into antiparallel intramolecular G quadruplexes do not form good substrates for telomerase. 
This is also the case for human telomeraseses. The antiparallel and hybrid G-quadruplexes formed by a 4-repeat oligonucleotide in potassium solution are four substrates for telomerase. Binding of telomerase to the DNA is inhibited by these conformations of G-quadruplexes and the attempted extension of the DNA by telomerase is non-processive. PO2-1 can restore the ability of telomerase to access these substrates by unfolding the G-quadruplex and trapping the DNA in a linear form with a protruding tail. The dynamic folding of G-quadruplexes and the unfolding by POT1 may therefore act as a regulatory mechanism controlling access to telomerase to the telomer. However, not all G-quadruplexes are refractory to telomerase extension. Parallel G-quadruplexes, whether intermolecular or intramolecular, can be bound and extended by both ciliates and human telomerase. The three prime end of DNA aligns correctly with the RNA template of telomerase, and telomerase then unwinds the rest of the G-quadruplex as it extends the DNA. It should be noted, however, that the preferred substrate of telomerase is linear DNA. The affinity for parallel G-quadruplexes is about five-fold lower than their corresponding linear oligonucleotides, and the accommodation of the relatively bulky G-quadruplex in the active site results in a decrease in the affinity of telomerase for incoming nucleotides. Nevertheless, the ability of telomerase to bind, unwind and extend parallel G-quadruplexes implies that it is able to deal with these structures if it counts them in vivo. Whether this is most likely to be in intramolecular form at a telomeric overhang or in intermolecular form through the accession of telomerase with their sister chromatids or in a meiotic bouquet remains to be determined. G-quadruplexes also play a functional role in processive elongation of DNA by telomerase. Telomerase activity can be measured in vitro with a direct primer extension assay in which telomerase extends a telomeric primer in the presence of radio-labeled nucleotides and the products are separated by high-resolution gel electrophoresis and visualized by phosphoimaging. This enables assessment of processivity, for example the ability of telomerase to repetitively add repeats to a single substrate molecule. It was noted early on that the presence of potassium in such activity assays resulted in an increase in products that correspond to multiples of four telomeric repeats. This suggests that G-quadruplexes formation in the extended DNA products causes dissociation of the product from the enzyme. This has been reinforced by the inclusion of G-quadruplexes stabilizing ligands in telomerase prime extension assays. Many, but not all, of these compounds cause a similar periodicity in which products with enough repeats to form G-quadruplexes are overpresented on the gel. The activity of ciliate telomerase was examined in the presence of nucleotide analogs that can be incorporated into the telomerase product DNA 
for walled in pair secondary structure formation. These analogs completely inhibited the ability of telomerase to extend the product beyond four repeats, demonstrating that formation of a secondary structure in the product DNA is necessary for the process of telomerase translocation. This was confirmed by recent kinetic and SMFRAT studies that demonstrated that G-quadruplexes formation in telomerase product DNA enhances the rate of product dissociation from telomerase both also the rate of translocation, resulting in an overall increase in the length of products in conditions that support G-quadruplex formation. An assay that measures the dynamic of telomerase product extension and release using optical tweezers confirmed the positive effect of G-quadruplex formation in the product DNA on overall extension rate and showed that the formation of G-quadruplexes is dynamic which explains why overstabilization of these structures with small molecules reduces the processivity of telomerase. The initial impetus for the development of G4 stabilizing ligands as potential cancer therapeutics was the prospect that such molecules would inhibit telomerase, which is necessary for the unlimited division of cancer cells. However, the focus on the field has moved away from this aim in recent years for several reasons. Firstly, while many G4 stabilizing ligands to have the ability to interfere with telomerase processivity as well as interfering with telomerase binding and extension of four repeats oligonucleotides that form into antiparallel and hybrid G quadruplexes, this property has not been conclusively demonstrated for all ligands. Many studies have used a PCR-based activity assay, known as the TRAP assay, for assessing ligand effects on telomerase, which is an inappropriate assay for this purpose since the PCR step may also be inhibited by the ligand. Even those studies using direct primer extension assays usually use a 3-repeat telomeric primer, which does not assay the ability of telomerase to use a substrate folder into a stable intramolecular G-quadruplex. Secondly, any effects of ligands on telomerase extension of telomeres in vivo is likely to be far outweighed by the direct effects of G-quadruplex stabilization on telomere capping, as discussed above, and effects on G-quadruplexes throughout the genome. This may not necessarily be a bad thing, since telomere uncapping of genomic DNA damage may cause more rapid effects on cancer cell viability than the delayed senescence caused by gradual telomere shortening. Thirdly, human telomeres does have the ability to extend some G-quadruplexes, and its ability to do so is not always inhibited by G4 stabilizing ligands. Therefore, recent attention has focused on non-telomeric mechanisms by which G4 stabilizing molecules may cause death or grow arrest of cancer cells. The relative contribution of telomeric versus non-telomeric effects on reduced cancer cell viability remains to be determined for any particular G4 stabilizing ligand. Not all human cancers use telomerase to elongate their telomeres, 
some have activated a recombination-based mechanism known as ALT for alternative lengthening of telomeres that also provide a backup pathway for telomere elongation in telomeres negative yeast mutants. There is some evidence that treatment of human cells using ALT with G4 stabilizing ligands increases the extra-chromosomal DNA that is produced as part of the ALT mechanism and also increases ALT-mediated telomere synthesis and Brian and others unpublished data. This may be a result of DNA breaks caused by ligand-induced replication fork stalling that can trigger recombination-mediated DNA synthesis in repetitive DNA. If recombination-mediated DNA synthesis represents the ancestral mechanism for maintenance of the ends of linear chromosomes, it is tempting to speculate that the evolutionary selection for G-rich tandem repeats arose due to the stimulation of telomeric combination by secondary structures such as G-quadruplexes. G-quadruplexes in the double-strand portion of telomeres. Most discussion of the presence of G-quadruplexes at telomeres focuses on their potential existence in the 3 prime overhang, since this part of telomeres is presumed to be single-stranded, at least transiently. However, it needs to be remembered that the double-stranded region of the telomere is much longer than the overhang by up to 100-fold in human cells and there is a frequent separation of the two strands during the processes of DNA replication and transcription. Immunofluorescence with the G-quadruplex antibody BG4 showed a greater number of 4G throughout the genome during S phase, and these 4G were reduced by treatment with the DNA polymerase inhibitor aphidicoline, demonstrating that G-quadruplexes form during DNA replication in human cells. Chip sequencing experiments with the BG antibody in unperturbed human cells found a significant localization of G-quadruplexes in transcriptionally active euchromatin, indicating the likely formation of G-quadruplexes in the non-transcript strands during transcription. The proportion of G-quadruplexes detected at telomeres that are located at sites of replication, site of transcription, or single-stranded overhangs remains to be determined. Telomeres are particularly problematic areas of the genome for the DNA replication machinery. This may be at least partly due to their propensity for secondary structure formation. During normal DNA replication, single-stranded regions are transiently exposed on the lagging strand between the replisome and the replicative helicase, providing an opportunity for spontaneous formation of G-quadruplexes. Since telomeres are mostly replicated undirectionally from origins in subtelomeric region, the G-rich strand of the telomere is usually the template for lagging strand synthesis. Treatment of cells with G4 stabilizing ligands has demonstrated the potential for G-quadruplexes to impede DNA replication. Several different ligands, including telomostatin, pyridostatin, and bisquinolium compounds 360A and FENDC3 
results in the styling of replication forks in telomeres of human and mouse cells, resulting in a distinctive disrupted pattern of binding of telomere probes known as a fragile telomere phenotype. It remains to be determined to what extent G quadruplexes form at replication forks in untreated cells, but if they do occur, they are likely to be an impediment to progression of the fork. However, analysis of the speed of replication fork progression using single molecule combining assay of DNA from human cells found no difference in rate between telomeric and non-telomeric regions. Also, analysis of the effect of G-quadruplexes on telomeric DNA replication in human cells using a shuttle vector mutagenesis assay showed a greater level of disruption when the G-rich strand was the leading rather than the lagging strand, contrary to the expected greater opportunity for G-quadruplexes to rise during lagging strand replication. This study illustrated that human cells are endowed with robust mechanisms to deal with G quadruplexes that arise during replication. Indeed, many studies have found that depletion of helicases known as unwind G quadruplexes, such as BLM, WRN, FANCJ, and RTL1, results in a fragile telomere phenotype telomeric lagging, strand effects, or short replication through telomeres in combining assays, demonstrating that part of the functions of these proteins is to keep replication moving through telomeres or other G-rich regions. Importantly, a greater number of G-quadruplexes were detected by immunostaining with the BG4 antibody in the absence of BLM WRN or RTEL1. Particularly, telomeres in the case of BLM and WRN demonstrating that G quadruplexes unwinding is involved in the role of these proteins in facilitating telomere replication. An increase in the number of G quadruplexes 4G, both at telomeres and across the genome, was also observed upon depletion of the human CST complex an RPA-like complex that binds single-stranded DNA and facilitates DNA replication. The nucleases DNA2 and EXO1 are also involved in removing G-quadruplexes that impede replication of telomeres. G-quadruplexes can also form where double-stranded DNA has been resolved to allow transcription to occur, a region known as R-loop. Conversely, stabilization of G-quadruplexes can increase the formation of R-loops at the same location. Despite showing characteristics of heterochromatin, telomerase of humans and many other organisms are transcribed into telomeric repeat containing RNA, Terra. Terra is also transcribed from the C-rich strand theoretically leaving the G-rich strand free to form secondary structures. It has recently been shown that depletion of terra with antisense oligonucleotides causes a decrease in G-quadruplexes, 4G, detected at telomeres with B4 
BG4 antibody in G1 synchronized human cells, providing the first direct evidence that G quadruplexes can form heteropeic R loops. Furthermore, Terra consists of G-rich telomere repeats, so can itself form into stable parallel G quadruplexes. Since Terra molecules remain localized to the vicinity of telomeres, it is possible that some of the G quadruplexes signals at telomeres are due to Terra rather than telomeric DNA. Introduction of Terra molecules tagged with fluorescent reported dyes into human cells show that Terra G quadruplexes can form in cells and are localized to telomeres. The Terra may be treated to telomeres by interactions with telomere proteins such as TRF2, or it may form an RNA-DNA hybrid G quadruplex. The biological implication of G quadruplex formation in Terra remain to be fully elucidated. One recently described function is Terra-mediated recruitment of the heterochromatin-associated protein HP1-alpha, which binds specifically to parallel G quadruplexes. Conclusions In recent years, the development of tools such as G quadruplex specific antibodies and technologies such as in-cell NMR are providing exciting confirmation that telomeric DNA does indeed have the capacity to form into G quadruplexes and other secondary structures in the cells of humans and other organisms. However, many questions remain. The proportion of the observed G quadruplexes that are present at telomeric three first overhangs compared to the forming in the normally double stranded region of telomeres is unknown. The confirmation of human telomeric G quadruplexes, whether at the overhangs or internally, is the subject of heated debate. There is evidence that telomeric G quadruplexes can perform a protective capping function in yeast and are involved in telomere-telomere associations in ciliates, but these concepts have not yet been examined in other organisms. Telomerase can extend parallel G quadruplexes, but not other conformations, but the in vivo circumstances in which it encounters the former structures have not yet been elucidated. And finally, the degree to which individual G4 stabilizing ligands cause arrest or death of cancer cells through a telomere-related mechanism compared to effects elsewhere in the genome, such as at gene promoters, remains to be determined. For both fundamental biological understanding of genome maintenance and potential translation applications of this knowledge, these questions remain exciting areas for future study.